This is The Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. I recently received this message from a listener of The Public Speaker podcast. It read, Hi, Lisa. I need advice on conducting interviews. I recently started a blog and will be interviewing experts for articles. In addition, I'm thinking I'd like to use the interviews as a podcast or maybe as bonus audio content for some of my online products. I have zero experience conducting media interviews and I need some help. What's your advice? But before we get to that, this episode is brought to you by Shutterstock.com. They have over 20 million high-quality stock photos, illustrations, vectors, and video clips. Shutterstock can help you take your creative projects to the next level. For 30% off your new account, go to Shutterstock.com and use the promo code PUBLICSPEAKER4. That's PUBLICSPEAKER4 at Shutterstock.com. It's funny, just this past weekend, the father of my daughter's friend asked me about interviewing skills and podcasting skills in general. And I think that as podcasting and blogging are becoming more and more popular, more people who never thought they would be interviewing are finding themselves in the position of having to perform media interviews. They want to interview experts in their field because they want to draw readers to their site or they want to use that as part of their products, their online products. So fortunately, you don't need a broadcasting degree to conduct a compelling interview. A little preparation and practice can make you sound like a professional. Today, here are 10 things to remember for any successful interview. Number one, know your goals. Your first step should be setting the goal for the interview or goals. Make a general outline of what you want to discuss and what the end result should look like. That'll guide you in your questioning and help your guests know what direction to take as well. Keep it flexible enough to allow for surprising twists and turns, but be prepared to get back to your goals if you veer too far off course. Number two, prepare for the interview. Read as much information as you can. Read the background on your guests, listen to previous interviews they've given, be sure to brush up on the topic areas in general, and be aware of any controversies or hot topics that may come up during the interview. Read your guests' blog, their latest book, any articles they've written, And be sure to look at whatever product they'll be plugging so you have some information on that as well. All that additional research will help you ask the questions that haven't been asked before, and that's your sizzle. It's what will set you apart from the other interviews and gain the respect of the interviewee. You'll want to prepare your guests as well, so describe your audience and what you hope to deliver to them. You can describe the type of questions you'll be asking, but don't give them a full list or you'll lose spontaneity. Explain the logistics ahead of time, such as the length, the format of your article or the podcast, and the pace that you want to keep. Recently, I had a radio interview, and the person told me just before the interview, we go really fast here, and boy, was he right, was boom, boom, boom with the questions, and so I was very quick to give my responses, and I kept my answers very short. As a guest on many recent radio programs, it was really great to be clear about how and when the host was going to plug my book, and specifically how they wanted me to go ahead and promote the book or my services or even my website. So that's something you'll explicitly want to tell your guest. Next, don't forget your guest may be feeling a little bit anxious or nervous, so you're going to want to make them feel as comfortable as possible. So if you can, conduct the interview in their territory. Let them pick the location. If they're coming to your venue, then set up a relaxed environment with a comfortable chair, maybe a small table, a glass of water. However, today many interviews are done over the phone or via Skype. So you'll want to remind your guests that they need to be comfortable wherever they are and make sure that they're distraction-free. 
So you'll want to ask them to make sure they're in a quiet space, that they've closed the door, that no one's going to interrupt them, that their phone doesn't have call waiting. So that's completely comfortable and calm for that person as well. And then before the interview starts, just before the interview starts, make sure you introduce them to anybody that's part of the production. Talk to them, have a little relaxing conversation, maybe ask where they're from. The idea is to warm up a little bit before you actually start the interview. Then when you do start, start with an easy icebreaker. Start with something that's easy to make a connection. How did you get started? Where did you grow up? Why do you do what you do? The idea is to give that person permission to brag about their work or themselves and then connect with your audience. One thing to keep in mind, if the topic is personally sensitive, you'll need to share something first. Maybe it's before the interview, or maybe it's during this beginning icebreaker. You'll need reciprocity to kick in so that the interviewee feels compelled to reciprocate with their story. Then once you start asking questions, don't interrogate your guest. You want the conversation to be exactly that, a conversation, a two-way conversation. You'll ask a question, you'll listen, and then you'll respond. A good interview, from my perspective, is a mix of both prepared and naturally curious questions. And then by listening to what is said and what isn't said, you'll be able to create insightful, responsive questions. And that's when you get a great interview. I think sometimes interviewers mistakenly believe that it's their job to ask tough questions. That just makes your guests squirm or get on the defensive. You may end up with an interesting 15-minute interview, but... In the long term, it's not going to help you build relationships, and it certainly won't help you get additional guests in the future. When you ask the questions, it's important to leave room for your guest to respond with stories. So lead the guest into storytelling by asking when and how questions, rather than questions that require just a simple yes or no. So you'll want to ask open-ended questions. For example, tell me what happened when. Tell me about a time when. Why did you? How did that make you feel? These open-ended questions lead to interesting responses, and your guests will get to express far more emotion if they're allowed to express their ideas via a story. Plus, it'll be more memorable. If the interview is going well and your guest seems to be a good speaker, you might want to use the power of the pause. What I mean is, after someone has answered your question, don't jump in with your next question. Just pause intentionally and wait to see if they add something more. Often, after they've delivered a prepared canned answer and their silence, they feel this need to fill in the dead air, and often that's when you'll get the real gem. But be careful with this technique if you're going to be using the live version, no editing, because the person may be completely comfortable with silence and you'll just end up with a big gap of dead air in the live broadcast. A good way to spice up an interview is to ask a fun, oddball question that provides insight into the personality of your guest. You could try something like, which children's character do you most identify with and why? Or what's playing on your iPod right now? You may want to give your guest a heads up on a question like this, though, so they have time to think about it. Finally, aim to keep your interview short. Don't go longer than 30 minutes because most audiences will just tune out. I think it's better to aim for 15 to 20 minutes. And if you're running out of time during the interview, remember not to ask a tough question or start a new topic. You don't want to sound rushed and you don't want to rush your guest. The more interviews you conduct, the more comfortable you'll feel. So try to create an enjoyable experience for you, your guests, and your audience. One mom-turned-interviewer that I really like to listen to is Jamie Tardy from the Eventual Millionaire podcast. Over time, she's developed her style, her ability to get really great information out of her guests, 
In fact, her interviews are so good that she was offered a book deal from a major publisher. So I hope you put these 10 steps into action and find your own style and earn the respect you deserve as a notable interviewer. This is Lisa B. Marshall, the public speaker. Passionate about communication, your success is my business. This week, I've been adding new images to my Powerful Presenter online course, my new course, and I've been using Shutterstock.com, who's our sponsor for the episode this week. Shutterstock helps me to improve the quality of my products by providing me really great, high-quality images at an extremely affordable cost. And in fact, you don't have to pay for different size images, which is great. Plus, they have a huge selection of images, over 20 million high-quality stock photos, illustrations, and vectors, and they add new stuff every day, which, by the way, they review individually before they add them to their library. Just today, I added two new vector images, which I modified slightly. One was a button, and the other was an image I used to describe a process. I love how quick and easy it is to use Shutterstock for my projects. For your next creative project, give Shutterstock a try. You can try it today, free, by signing up for your account. You can search and save images to your lightbox, and then when you're ready to purchase, use the offer code PUBLICSPEAKER4, and all new accounts will receive 30% off any package. Don't forget, you need to use the offer code PUBLICSPEAKER4 so they know I sent you. As you know, I'm excited and proud of my new course, Powerful Presenter. We've got our first set of paid customers going through the course right now, and already we've received some really great feedback. So if you're interested in receiving a discount, getting an early bird discount, go to tipsforbusypeople.com forward slash early bird. That's tipsforbusypeople.com forward slash early bird to learn more about this offer. Thanks. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com.